Support for this episode comes from eBay. Whether it's a holy grail pair of sneakers, head-turning handbags, or one genuine wardrobe staple. If you're always on the hunt for that one wardrobe staple you just gotta have, eBay gets it. Nothing's more important than the real deal. When you shop on eBay, all you have to do is look out for that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll know that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo will be verified authentic through a detailed inspection. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the SB Nation NFL Show. I'm RJ Ochoa. It's Monday, January 3rd, 2000. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. That's right, baby. This is the first SB Nation NFL Show of the new year. And a reminder that this show is brought to you by DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code SBNNFL for a special offer when you sign up. That's code SBNNFL only at DraftKings Sportsbook. It is the Sunday late night wrap-up, and I am RJ Ochoa. I am not Rob Stats Guerrero, so I will apologize now for making this all messy, all clunky, but a lot more fun. I love you, Stats. We'll see you on the podcast and the look ahead uh, with yours truly. You'll see me later, actually, today, by the way, on Monday Football Monday with Pete Tweeney as we tie a bow uh, without Monday Night Football, of course, on Week 17. And I'm talking the new school Week 17, not the old school one, you know, back in my day, Johnny. Week 17 was the last week of the regular season. We didn't have any of this fancy schmancy week 18 business. I don't know when I became British, assuming that's what the accent is, but the penultimate week of the regular season is just about in the books for the National Football League. We do have Monday Night Football tonight. Of course, the Cleveland Browns have been eliminated from playoff contention, so they will go out for what will likely be Ben Roethlisberger's last game at Heinz Field, at least as a Steeler, with nothing really to play for, but nobody cares about that game because that hasn't happened yet. Let's talk about everything that went down on Sunday. Hope your fantasy seasons ended the way you wanted them to. Hope your New Year's went the way you wanted it to go. Hope you're starting the year off right. Of course you are. You're here with me. So let's begin. The Los Angeles Rams were victorious. Thanks to an incredible fourth quarter. They outscored the Baltimore Ravens 13-3. Tyler Huntley gave it his best effort, but the Rams squeaking out a W, 20-19, the final score. The Ravens, we've talked about this a lot on the NFL show, It's just too much. I mean, it really just is too much for them. Mark Andrews, a perfect six catches on six targets, 89 yards. I mentioned Tyler Huntley had six carries for 54 yards, 20 of 32 passing for 197 yards and an interception. Matthew Stafford did rebound. Rather well, I'd suppose, uh, I would say, on the other side of the ball. Uh, 26 of 35, 309 yards, two touchdowns, but the two interceptions. Meanwhile, Cooper Cup continues his quest for the NFL's Triple Crown. Six catches, 95 yards, and a score. Odell Beckham Jr. did have a touchdown in this game as well. We had not one, not two, not three, but four Justin Tucker field goals for the Ravens. And it ultimately, again, just wasn't enough. It was a big win for the Rams. If you were watching in the noon window, it kind of felt like they were going to lose this one. Uh, but they ultimately held on and the Rams actually ended the day as the number two seed in the NFC. We will get to that. The Baltimore Ravens, by the way, not officially eliminated from playoff contention yet, but um, look, 
It's not going well. It's not looking well. All right. We we hope the best for you, Baltimore, but it just wasn't enough on this particular day. Let's go now to where they circle the wagons. The Buffalo Bills winning 29 to 15 against Matt Ryan, who actually got called for a taunting penalty after making this game closer um, than it, you know, ultimately kind of wound up being. But uh, the Falcons falconed because that's the Falcon way. Matt Ryan, 13 of 23 for only 197 yards. Meanwhile, Kyle Pitts, two catches for 69 yards. Nice, I know. But the impressive thing was on the other end of things. Josh Allen, 11 of 26, only 120 yards, did have three interceptions. There was some snow on the ground. It was a, a winter wonderland, so to speak. Stephon Diggs did chip in five catches, 52 yards, but the game was kind of won on the ground for the Bills. Josh Allen, as he has been as of late, certainly carried the ball a ton. 15 times, 81 yards, two touchdowns on the ground, but he was not the only Buffalo Bill to score twice with his legs. Devin Singletary, shout out to my fantasy team, 23 carries, a buck 10, two touchdowns, a long run of 20 on the afternoon. The Buffalo Bills continue their winning ways. Are they back? Are we willing to say the Bills are back? I mean, the Bills are... Bills are looking good. They are not AFC East champions as of late, but they did clinch a playoff berth on Sunday. They are the four seed in the AFC as of now on their trail, on their tail, whatever the case may be. The New England Patriots, we'll get to them. You know what? Let's let's just go ahead. Let's just do it. Let's get to the New England Patriots. Let's get this game out of the way because it was ugly. I mean, this was gross. The Patriots hung a 50-burger on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Goodness gracious, 50-10, to 10, the final score. Damian Harris had two touchdowns, as did Ramondre Stevenson. Mac Jones, 22 of 30, 227 yards, three touchdowns. Just kind of a perfect game for the Patriots in every sense. Brian Hoyer got involved late in mop-up duty. It was total and utter domination. The You know, I know that the score is 50-10. to 10, Like, that looks like the, the bigger, you know, kind of whoa, that really happened. But it was 41-3 to at one point in the third quarter. That's when it really just kind of felt embarrassing to me. Trevor Lawrence continued, unfortunately, his rough rookie year, 17 of 27, 193 yards, one touchdown, and three interceptions. So again, you know, the Bills have not clinched the AFC East as of yet. The Patriots technically have life in that, but the Patriots, like the Bills, did clinch a playoff berth with this when they are currently the top wild card in the conference. We'll go over the way the playoffs kind of look uh, in both the AFC and the NFC as soon as we're done through here. But, you know, don't don't rush me, all right? We, I don't get to do these Sunday late night wrap-ups a lot, all right? So I'm going to take my moment, and I'm going to enjoy it. All right, we've talked Rams-Ravens. We've talked Bills-Falcons. We've talked Patriots-Jaguars, and I'm driving this ship. So where do we want to go next? Um, let's, let's get this out of the way. <laughs> the New York Giants. I mean, I just... By the way, if you haven't yet, listen to the NFC's mixtape. With myself, Brandon Lee Gotten, you can listen on the blog and the boys, Bleeding Green Nation, Big Blue View, or Hogs Haven Podcast Networks. We recap the NFC East every single week. And goodness gracious, the New York Giants, all right, the New York Giants had negative 10. I'm not making this up. I'm not being harsh. I'm not just a Cowboys guy here. They had negative 10 net passing yards negative as in the not positive thing as in literally worse than zero this was a disastrous performance for the New York Giants a week after they by the way doubled down on Joe Judge as their head coach uh, Saquon Barkley did top 100 yards so big win for a certain sector of uh, the G-Men supporters Mike Glennon this this is the only person to attempt to pass for the New York Giants in an NFL game on Sunday in the year 2022. Here we go, here we go. Four of 11, 24 yards, two interceptions. Now, this wasn't like, you know, the Bills-Patriots Monday night game where it was like, 
like wind all over the place. This was not, I mean, like, yeah, I'm not built for the cold personally, but this was like a normal kind of January NFL game. Again, there were four completions in this game. One went to Evan Ingram for 12 yards. Devontae Booker was the leading receiver on the Giants from a reception standpoint with two catches for zero yards. <laughs> Just think about that. Um, Andy Dalton did start this game for the Chicago Bears, finished 18 of 35, 173 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Uh, David Montgomery, Monty might have won you your fantasy league, 22 carries, 64 yards, and two touchdowns on the ground. Nice to see 29-3, to the final score. Uh, the Bears and Giants, this was one of two games actually on Sunday, uh, both in the NFC that featured games or featured teams rather that were fully, completely, totally, unequivocally eliminated from playoff contention. So uh, yikes. Uh, it does seem all the Sunday morning reports like Matt Nagy is indeed on his way out. Um, so uh, yeah, whoever takes over that job, best of luck. You got Justin Fields. Let's go to Tennessee where the Titans knocked out the Miami Dolphins and literally knocked them out. The Miami Dolphins, despite entering this game on a seven-game winning streak, like think about this. The Miami Dolphins just had their seven-game winning streak broken, and in the process of it being broken, were mathematically eliminated from playoff contention. That's kind of crazy to me. I mean, I don't know like, if you find that crazy, but the Titans won 34-3. to The turn. Oh, I was going to say currently, currently, currently number one seed in the AFC Tennessee Titans. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to hear Pete Sweeney's thoughts on this. Uh, the Titans at 11-5 and five now. The Dolphins fall to 8-8 eight and eight with the loss. Um, Dante Foreman, 26 of, you know, 26 carries, 132 yards. A touchdown, obviously. Ryan Tannehill, 13 of 18. Just a, a nice, efficient day at the office for him. 120 yards, two touchdowns. A.J. Brown, two catches, 41 yards. Just, you know, kind of the just a, a simple day for the Titans. A simple, simple, simple day. That's kind of what gets it done for them sometimes. Uh, so good to see uh, the Titans uh, move on. We will see if they lock up the one seed in the AFC. All they have to do is beat the Houston Texans in week 18 and believe the Titans. It is much easier said than done. All right. They, they certainly know that um, from personal experience. All right. So where do we want to go? Where do we want to go? Let's go. Uh, let's, let's, let's get some juice in here. Right? Let's, let's get some juice. I mentioned Pete Sweeney. The Kansas City Chiefs are no longer the top seed in the AFC due to a 34-31 loss to mighty Joe Young. I wish his last name was Young, but it's actually Burrow. Uh, the Bengals clinched the AFC North. By the way, the Titans did clinch the AFC South in case you didn't catch that. You didn't catch it because I didn't say it. That's on me. Like I said, I don't do this all the time. But the AFC North champion Cincinnati Bengals won 34-31. The last position in this game was crazy. I mean, the Bengals were down on the goal line. They thought they scored. There was a penalty. They thought they scored again. There was another penalty. It was crazy. Joe Burrow looked like he got hurt, but ultimately seems like he's going to be okay. The Bengals won on an Evan McPherson 20-yard field goal to ultimately clinch it and again clinch the division for them for the first time since 2015. Joe Mixon, 12 carries, 46 yards. Joe Burrow had five carries for 10 yards. No big deal. Uh, Joe Burrow, 30 of 39. Check this out for 446 passing yards, four touchdowns through the air, and you know my man, Jamar Chase, who was confused about the lack of stripes on the balls way back when. Nobody cares. Jamar Chase put him in the Hall of Fame. 12 targets, only 11 catches. Jamar, what are you doing, man? You dropped the, you know, go 12, 12 for 12. But not only did he have 11 catches, here we go, 266 yards for Jamar Chase and three touchdowns man alive this dude is insane 
goodness gracious, the Cincinnati Bengals are going to be so much fun to watch in the playoffs. They are currently the three seed in the AFC playoff picture, only behind the number one seed Tennessee Titans and the team that they just beat, the Kansas City Chiefs. Meanwhile, KC, Patrick Mahomes, 26 of 35, 259 yards, two touchdowns. Miko Hardman, one catch, 53 yards. That was kind of the, the big moment for him. Tyreek Hill's kind of had a, a weird year, um, you know, in a lot of ways. But Travis Kelsey had a touchdown himself. Just wasn't enough. I mean, you know, Chiefs just ran into a – an elite offense in the Cincinnati Bengals. What a weird sentence to say. So congratulations to the AFC North champion Cincinnati Bengals. Let's go uh, to another AFC playoff picture uh, race or moment or game. Or I don't know. Uh, I'm Drew Stepp. I've had a diet root beer before I started recording this, so let's party. The Indianapolis Colts were hosting the Las Vegas Raiders, and the Colts have been really interesting. I haven't seen Hard Knocks myself. Been a little bit too busy, but Colts have been kind of kind of cute. Now, Jonathan Taylor, 20 carries, 108 yards, a touchdown going for his own levels of statistical accomplishments this season Carson Wentz did wind up playing in this game obviously was a bit of a question mark early on 16 of 27 a buck 48 through the air and a touchdown but it was Derek Carr who went 24 of 31 for 255 yards and a touchdown two interceptions don't worry about it Josh Jacobs 16 carries 63 yards and a touchdown Hunter Renfro had himself a big day including a big touchdown that was actually called back at the very end no harm no foul Daniel Carlson kicked a 33 yard field goal that wound up being the game winner Vegas now in a position to win and get into the playoffs if most things most logical things fall the right way we'll get to the week 18 schedule as well in just a little bit but the Raiders and Colts both now nine and seven Indianapolis the sixth seed in the AFC the Raiders on the outside with the Los Angeles Chargers having that third wild card at the moment like I said we will get to the week 18 schedule but the Indianapolis Colts have not clinched a playoff berth yet there are only five tickets in the AFC that have been punched um, and so the wild cards really up for grabs outside of the loser of the AFC East. Now, speaking of the AFC East, let's go to some people who know a thing or two about it. Look at that natural segue by me. Great job, RJ. Support for this episode comes from eBay. Whether it's a holy grail pair of sneakers, head-turning handbags, or one genuine wardrobe staple. If you're always on the hunt for that one wardrobe staple you just gotta have, eBay gets it. Nothing's more important than the real deal. When you shop on eBay, all you have to do is look out for that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll know that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo will be verified authentic through a detailed inspection. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Life moves pretty fast. Are you drinking water that can keep up? Smartwater Alkaline has everything you need to stay hydrated, no matter where your day takes you. Whether you're pitching a tent or your next big idea, Smartwater Alkaline can help you perform your best. It delivers a pure, crisp taste that makes it the perfect chaser after a big workout. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't even know how we're going to do this. Uh, we're victorious over the New York Jets. 28-24, to the final score. Michael Carter, three carries, 54 yards. Great start to the game. Left with a concussion. Not great. Zach Wilson, 19 of 33, 234 yards, a touchdown. The Jets were basically winning this game for most of it. They took a 7-0 lead. Then it was 7-7. 14-7 lead. Then it was 14-10. 17-10 Jets lead. 24-10. At one point in the third quarter, the New York Jets were up 24-10 to on Tom Brady's Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and then all hell broke loose. I I cannot believe. 
that what I'm about to tell you actually happened. All right. Antonio Brown, who uh, had recently returned from a suspension related to a fake vaccination card, um, blamed the drama, if you want to call it that, on the media. Antonio Brown, in the middle of this game, true story here, took off his uniform, left it there, kind of threw pieces into the crowd, and just left, just like left, waved goodbye to, to MetLife Stadium, and left the Buccaneers, literally quit the team. All right, Vontae Davis, you know, we owe you an apology. All right, because this was unreal. I mean, Antonio Brown has obviously had, um, he's been a bit of an experience for the last couple of years, needless to say, ever since uh, being traded away from the Pittsburgh Steelers, or obviously his, his final, you know, seasons in Pittsburgh were certainly very different. But Antonio Brown seemingly is done in the NFL. Uh, Tom Brady has obviously spoken up for him several times. There was the story about, you know, Antonio living with Tom Brady. Uh, Bruce Arians, once upon a time, said that Antonio Brown would never be a Buccaneer. Bruce Arians also, you know, last week kind of welcomed Antonio Brown back. And Bruce Arians, after this game, said that he did not want to talk about Antonio Brown because he is no longer a Buck. So we'll see uh, what Antonio Brown's future holds, but the Buccaneers did win this game despite um, Antonio Brown literally quitting their team in the middle of it. So 28-24, uh, to 24, the Buccaneers are now in a position to potentially be one of the top three seeds in the NFC. They do still trail the Green Bay Packers and the Los Angeles Rams, but uh, the Cowboys no longer an issue for them, which, oh, man, I can't believe we have to get to that too. But let's move on. All right. The uh, Philadelphia Eagles clinched a playoff berth thanks to a few different things, but one of them involved a win uh, over the Washington football team. 20-16 to 16 was the final score. Uh, Boston Scott, 14 carries, 47 yards, two touchdowns. Jalen Hurts, 17 of 26, 214 yards passing. Meanwhile, Taylor Heineke, 27 of 36, 247 yards and an interception. Terry McLaurin did have a respectable day, seven catches, 61 yards. This game really just, you know, wasn't that... I mean, it was just whatever. I mean, this was a classic NFC East game. The most controversial thing to happen in this game, honestly, was that you may have been paying attention to the bench situation in the NFC East. The Philadelphia Eagles visiting the Washington football team in this game brought their own benches like the Dallas Cowboys did about a month ago. The reason the Cowboys did was because they heard from the Seattle Seahawks who were in Washington, or rather D.C., on Monday Night Football that they're not great, that Washington's benches for the visiting team suck from like a heating perspective, you know, Big surprise, the worst stadium in the NFL has terrible equipment for visiting teams. In fact, the sta- <laughs> the equipment in this stadium, in fact, the stadium itself is so not great, not of high quality for Washington and FedEx Field, that as Jalen Hurts was walking off the field into the tunnel, half of the tunnel literally collapsed and almost collapsed onto him. Uh, so very interesting situation. Washington falls to 6-10, and 10, Philadelphia 9-7, and seven, and again headed to the playoffs. All right, that ties a bow on the noon games from the afternoon or the day or the week, whatever. Uh, now time to talk about the afternoon, which let's get it out of the way. All right, I don't want to do this, but the Dallas Cowboys were in position. They knew that a win would keep them in the driver's seat for the two seed in the NFC and technically keep their hopes alive for the top overall seed. However, the Cowboys laid an egg. I have said on many a show that the Arizona Cardinals are frauds. Well, they are, but the Cowboys were bigger frauds on Sunday afternoon. 25-22, to the final score. Kyler Murray is undefeated in AT&T Stadium at all levels of football, high school, college, and the pros. And he had himself a nice day. 263 yards, two touchdowns, did chip in 44 yards on the ground. Chase Edmonds, 
18 carries, 53 yards with James Conner not playing in this game. And that's the thing. Arizona had a lot of players dealing with injuries and COVID issues. Cowboys were relatively healthy and just couldn't get it done. Michael Gallup, unfortunately, caught a touchdown at the very end of the first half for the Cowboys. And Jerry Jones said afterwards that the team fears it is a torn ACL. Michael Gallup said to be a free agent this offseason. So we will definitely uh, keep you updated at blogontheboys.com with his future holds. We are obviously rooting for a recovery for him as soon as possible, but just terrible news. Zeke Elliott, nine carries for 16 yards. Tony Pollard, three carries for nine yards. But the duo did top 1,000 yards individually, so the Cowboys do have two 1,000-yard rushers. Uh, Just a a really flat game from the Cowboys, and that's coming from the Cowboys guy. So really not cool. 25-22, to the Arizona Cardinals now 11-5 and and not out of the picture in the NFC West yet. In fact, the NFC West is the only division in the NFC that has not been locked up, uh, but it does appear as if the Rams are going to win it, although we'll see what happens because the Cardinals still in contention. The Cardinals have a Week 18 matchup against the Seattle Seahawks, who also dropped a 50-burger on Sunday. In fact, they dropped a 51-burger, so they kind of did the whole thing like Price is Right rules, like the Patriots are like, we bet 50, and the Seahawks are like, we bet 51. 51 to 29 between the Seahawks and the Lions. Seattle improves to 6 and 10. Detroit falls to 2 13 and 1. This was the other game in the NFC I told you about that featured two teams that were already mathematically eliminated from playoff contention. This was very likely uh, the last home game in Seattle. At the very least, it featured Pete Carroll as the Seahawks head coach and Russell Wilson as the team's quarterback. Now, it's possible, highly possible, at least one of them is gone next season. Maybe even both of them are gone. We have no idea what the future holds for the Seattle Seahawks. But it was a nice going away party, at the very least, for this era of Seahawks football offensively. Russell Wilson, 20 of 29, 236 yards, four touchdowns, three of which finally went to DK Metcalf, who had six carries for 63 yards, half of them obviously being scores. Rashad Penny, 25 carries, 170 yards, and two touchdowns on the ground. It was just total, complete offensive domination showcasing by the Seahawks. And that's really the word I would use. This was Russell Wilson's, hey, trade for me. Yeah. Big Blue, let's go. Joe Judge, let's do it. You know, um, that's a terrible Russell Wilson impersonation. But either way, uh, great win for the Seahawks. Lions, you know. Great job. Great job trying. Uh, another team that tried really hard, the Houston Texans, who lost to the San Francisco Niners. Goodness gracious. San Francisco 49ers, 23-7. to San Francisco is likely going to be the sixth seed in the NFC. Uh, this win obviously goes a long way towards helping that cause, but they have not clinched a playoff berth as of yet. In fact, six teams have clinched a playoff berth in the NFC. Uh, ironically, the Niners currently hold the sixth seed in the NFC, but they have not clinched their playoff berth as of yet. Things could shake a particular way that see the New Orleans Saints take that spot when the regular season is over. But again, very likely that San Francisco takes uh, takes that spot, but we'll see. Twenty three to seven, the Texans fall to four and twelve. Davis Mills and Co. obviously had a great game last week with the win over the Los Angeles Chargers. Davis Mills twenty one of thirty two for one hundred sixty three yards, a touchdown. An interception in this one. Elijah Mitchell, 21 carries, back obviously off the injury, 119 yards. This was a start for Trey Lance. Jimmy Garoppolo did not play, and the rookie was fine, 16 of 23, 249 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. So we'll see what the future holds for Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo, Kyle Shanahan, how the things are going to shake out there uh, if and when the Niners do clinch a playoff spot. So we will see. That's what we will see means. It means we will see. Um, Let's... I guess. Let's go to New Orleans where the Saints beat the Panthers 18-10. to You don't see that score a lot. 
Uh, Taysom Hill, you know, nice day. Sam Darnold. I mean, seriously, like, we had to watch Taysom Hill and Sam Darnold. Like, who's getting up for this? Uh, Chuba Hubbard did have a touchdown on the ground, 55 yards to, to go along with that. Taysom Hill was the Saints' leading rusher. Uh, the Panthers fell to 5-11, or 5-11, rather, excuse me. I don't know how Jay-Z feels about this. Matt Rule can, uh, can fill us in later. Uh, but the Saints get a win, keep themselves alive. We will see uh, what their, you know, how their season ultimately ends. They will play the Atlanta Falcons next week. But, um Saints hanging on by a thread, uh, but the Panthers have been done for a very long time. Let's go to an AFC West matchup that took place on Sunday. I said last week that I, out of principle, was no longer going to take the Los Angeles Chargers, and I don't regret that, even though the Chargers won. 34-13, to the final score. Drew Locke had some uh, issues in this game, ultimately finished 18-25 of 25 for 245 yards and a touchdown. The Broncos, by the way, officially eliminated from playoff contention. They currently sit at 7-9. and nine. It remains to be seen. Saturday or Saturday. Goodness gracious, RJ, get it together. Sunday morning's reports uh, indicated that the Broncos might move on from Vic Fangio. We just do not know, but um, missing the playoffs uh, again is likely not going to help his case. The Chargers, though, do have life. Uh, 9-7 and seven now. Austin Eckler back 58 yards off 16 carries for a touchdown. Justin Herbert, an efficient 22 of 31. Not really, but uh, 237 yards uh, and two touchdowns. One to Mike Williams, one to Keenan Allen, so a nice duo uh, scoring there. This was, again, this was pretty well in hand. I mean, it was 7 nothing, 10 nothing, 17 nothing, 17 3, 20 to 3, 20 to 6. Hey, nothing like kicking a field goal when you're down by 17 points. 27 to 6, 34 to 6. I mean, this just, this was all Chargers. I mean, and you kind of, you know, without Teddy Bridgewater, this, this Broncos team just isn't enough. Um, so we'll see you next year, Denver, but, uh, but good luck against the Chiefs in the regular season finale. We'll get there too. Uh, last game before we kind of tie a bow on everything, how things stand, entering the playoffs, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. Sunday Night Football, you know that Kirk Cousins did not play after testing positive for COVID-19 uh, entering the weekend. The Green Bay Packers officially clinched the number one seed in the NFC, which means they have two weeks off until the next game of significance for them. Will it be a divisional round matchup against Mike McCarthy and the Dallas Cowboys? I don't know. I want the theater of it, but 37 to 10, the final score, just really not a great day um, for Sean Mannion um, and code. Uh, Sean was fine. Uh, Kellen Mond did come into this game late um through three passes completed five yards um and it looked like he was going to come in this was i mean very late in the game if you missed it um so he comes in you know vikings punt get the ball back and you're thinking okay here's kellen mon to kind of really just you know finish this off he did not come back out it was sean Mannion. uh and after the game mike zimmer was asked if he wanted to see more of Kellen Mond in the regular season finale because the Vikings are now officially eliminated from playoff contention and they will be playing the Chicago Bears next week. And he said, no, I'm good. And he was asked why not. He said, I see him every day. So, yeah, maybe a weird thing to do. Take Kellen Mond with your second round pick if you kind of hate him, Mike Zimmer. Uh, We'll see what his job status is in a couple of weeks as well. Uh Man, the Packers are just perfect. Aaron Rodgers, 29 of 38, 288 yards, two touchdowns. Jordan Love did get in the game late in mop-up duty, 2 of 4, 19 yards. Aaron Jones had 76 yards. A.J. Dillon had 63 and had the two touchdowns on the ground. Both Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard caught a touchdown for the Packers. They improved to 13-3, and which is the record that Matt LaFleur's Packers have had in each of his previous two seasons. So we will see if they get a 14th win, obviously, this year. But they are insane. They are just 
an insane, efficient machine under Matt LaFleur. He's coach of the year in my book. But all right, I mentioned it. Let's get to your playoff standings, playoff positions. I say playoffs, but I don't know. I'm just calling that this right now. Um, like I said, the diet root beer is uh, kind of taking hold. In the AFC, the inferior conference, the Tennessee Titans with a win next week again over the Houston Texans secure the number one seed, the only first round bye in the AFC in uh, the playoffs will run through Nashville. But they are 11 and five with the one seed. They obviously hold the tiebreaker over the Chiefs, who are currently the two seed at 11 and five as well. The Cincinnati Bengals and the Kansas City Chiefs and the Tennessee Titans, all three teams at the top, have all clinched their divisions. But the Bengals are 10 and six. Uh, we will see what you know they're season winds up finishing like they have the Cleveland Browns next week uh, but they look on fire they look like a team that's going to make some noise in the playoffs like I said so very excited to watch uh, a great season for Zach Taylor's Bengals I did not believe and I was wrong clearly the Buffalo Bills are the four seed in the AFC they are the only team that has not clinched of the four division leaders uh, not clinched their respective division they can obviously do it with a win next week uh, so the Bills uh, 10 and 6 they will face the New York Jets next week the Patriots are the five seed with a 10 and 6 record as well they've got the Dolphins to wrap things up meanwhile the Indianapolis Colts hold the second wild card with a nine and seven win nine and seven win goodness nine and seven record and currently the Los Angeles Chargers and Las Vegas Raiders are tied for that final wild card spot at seven and eight both with a nine and seven record and they happen to play each other in the regular season finale now that game the Chargers Raiders game was actually flexed to Sunday night football the NFL has now announced their schedule for week 18 so uh, the game to end the regular season will in fact be Chargers and Raiders get ready for it that is going to be in Las Vegas at Allegiant Stadium so it's uh, some things have to happen but it will in all likelihood in most likelihoods be a win and in loser goes home game between the Chargers and the Raiders for the third wild card spot in the AFC meanwhile the only other teams that have not been mathematically eliminated that are in the AFC playoff picture are the Baltimore Ravens who currently sit at the 11 spot with an 8 and 8 record and the Pittsburgh Steelers with a 7 7 and 1 record but they obviously play the Cleveland Browns tonight the Browns at 7 and 8 as mentioned have already been mathematically eliminated from playoff contention on the NFC side we have three divisions clinched the NFC North Green Bay Packers obviously the NFC South Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the NFC East the Dallas Cowboys all three of those actually clinched uh, prior to this week so you've got the Rams currently sitting at the two seed in fact let's start at the top the Packers already clinched number one 13 and three perfect 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 blah 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 the Rams currently win a tiebreaker with the Buccaneers based on beating them earlier in the season that's why even though they're both 12 and four the Rams and Buccaneers um, you know at the two and three spots the Rams have the two spot the Bucs have the three spot in order for the Buccaneers to be the two seed they would need the Rams to lose to the 49ers in week 18 and to win themselves against the Carolina Panthers that's not inconceivable given that the Rams already lost to the Niners this season but the Dallas Cowboys are fairly entrenched in the four spot in the NFC after their loss to the Cardinals on Sunday so Dallas at 11 and 5 in all likelihood going to be the uh, the fourth obviously division winner the Arizona Cardinals the aforementioned Cardinals actually are the five seed with an 11 and 5 record to the top wild card team so it's very possible actually that in the wild card round we see a rematch of this game that we just saw on Sunday between Dallas and Arizona meanwhile the San Francisco 49ers even though they have not clinched a playoff spot currently do sit at the sixth spot because they are nine and seven along with the Philadelphia Eagles now the Niners do win a tiebreaker over Philadelphia based on beating them earlier this season the reason that the Eagles have clinched this spot already is because the only team trailing them the New Orleans Saints is a team that Philadelphia 
Philadelphia happened to beat earlier in the year. So Philly's nine and seven, New Orleans is eight and eight, even if they both wound up nine and seven. Obviously, Philly would hold the tiebreaker. Other than that, that's it. The only there are only currently eight teams in the mix in the NFC. You've got six spots that are secured and one spot that will be filled by the San Francisco 49ers or the New Orleans Saints. Sunday saw the Vikings, the Falcons, Washington all officially be eliminated from playoff contention in the NFC. Uh, so, uh, yeah, tough cookies for them. Imagine not going to the playoffs. I could not. I mentioned that the Chargers and the Raiders will play on Sunday night football next week, but we will actually have two Saturday games next week. Uh, in fact, the first one will be the Kansas City Chiefs and the Denver Broncos. That game will be taking place in the 3 o'clock window, 3.30 to be uh, specific. Meanwhile, we do have a Saturday night game. The Dallas Cowboys will visit the Philadelphia Eagles uh, for, I was going to say a nightcap, but it's a little bit early. It's going to happen at 7.15 Central Time. So you've got Chiefs-Broncos to start your Saturday off. You've got Cowboys-Eagles to finish it off. And then you've got Sunday red zone action, Chargers, Raiders, final game of the regular season, and then it's playoff time tonight monday night football the pittsburgh steelers and the cleveland browns i was going to sing a song but uh, the root beer is starting to wear off so uh that is it that is everything that happened i think uh basically that's all the headlines all right we're going to get into the nitty-gritty later on today on monday football monday myself pete tweeney it's a tough day at the office when the cowboys lose when the chiefs lose so pete and i we're going to be pretty sad so you better show up and you better make us feel good all right my name is rj ochoa i cover the dallas cowboys for sb nation bloggingtheboys.com i am on twitter and instagram at rj ochoa that's rj o-c-h-o-a if email is more your speed hey you know i'm I'm down. RJ.Ochoa at SBNation.com. We have one week and one game left. That is 17 games left. We have just finished week 17, basically, in the NFL. 17 is 1 and 7. 1 plus 7 is 8. 8 in Spanish is Ocho. And I am your Ocho, baby. Ochoa. RJ Ochoa, over and out. One love. Happy New Year, baby. We'll see you next week. Support for this episode has come from eBay. You know real when you feel it. And with eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you don't have to wonder. You know that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo will be checked by experts and verified authentic. Maybe it's a designer handbag, sneakers that pop, jewelry that shines as bright as you do. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.